0: give him something to talk about I see the energy running out I got a planet to run around okay okay that's pretty
1: good dude yeah you don't
0: you don't need me <laughs> I definitely need you to come in and help me talk still <laughs> <laughs> the uh the production mode man it's high quality it's easier setting up just one station though I'm sure honestly I think it is like it's just yeah. it's just like a whole
1: home station only one camera to worry about one mic to plug in but
0: right, it works if, good. if you're doing zoom calls by the but so the camera I'm using which God, I'm really impressed with yeah. so I have an Apple um, MacBook Pro and it's mm-hmm. one year old but the camera look at the resolution on it it's yeah. freaking awesome yeah I think you
1: and I have the same camera and it's it's wild I was on the um, the trauma training with um, oh, yeah seminar and it was all zoom and that whole time, like I'm just watching my camera is just so cl- crisp and clean, but a lot of other cameras out there are fuzzy. Yeah.
0: Well, the Apple's got to go. The one thing they're they're have been remiss in is the availability, the ability to connect good microphones to your phone. If you remember yeah. that? I mean, you yeah. c- it's like Bluetooth is terrible. But uh, for this one, I've got it plugged in. But for those of you that want to know, I'm using a. Uh, blue mic um which gives that that was from when we were first started doing our yeah yeah i took it home and yeah and it's a it's a great it's a great microphone it's not exactly super it's heavy in my backpack but yeah i we came down here i'm down in pismo beach for those of you that i don't know for a few days uh vacation mode hence the vacation mode (laughs) But we got to keep going on the podcast, and that that, which which would be a cool. And the reason why Jamie and I talked about and decided to do the podcast one, I got my my buddy Tim Dimmel coming in uh, to do it. And Tim's, I want to talk to him about. I think it'd be cool to talk to people about how he does his affiliate. I think a lot of people would be surprised at how he runs his affiliate, Um, and that there's, you know, one of the things I say about running a, a CrossFit affiliate. There's some obviously some core. Uh, tenants that you have to have in place but other than that there's no absolutes in terms of marketing how you run it um, how you manage your customers like there's very few absolutes clean your bathrooms yes everybody's got to have clean yeah
1: it's not it's not a one-size-fits-all kind of scenario
0: right but it's yeah and so tim and i it always cracks me up how different he does and i tell yvonne sometimes i get frustrated and it's a good thing he's not on for this part. <laughs> I get frustrated because I, like so I want to. Yeah. I know because I want to give him like advice and information, mm-hmm. um, and he and because it, but he, but his, his, his how he's doing it is so good, yeah, and it works so well in for him and his family and his community. So it'd be cool to talk about that. Yeah. But I thought what we could do today too, since I announced it in my newsletters, talk about mm-hmm. our guest that we're having on the 26th of this month. Yeah. Big time. Big time. Big so time. we, Yeah, we, um, Jamie and I talked about getting, you know, at what point do we want to start asking our old crew to be a part of it? You know, Jamie's got tremendous relationships within the CrossFit uh, games community, especially a lot of the OGs. And I like the fact that, you know, OGs are, you know, would be a part of this. And I kind of, th- I, I, I think we'll keep that as a theme with respect to our guests. Um, not that we have anything against the newer up-and-comers, but mm-hmm. a lot of our members, our community at Diablo, are newer to Diablo, and we—they um, don't know a lot of the OGs. And it was—it was really cool to have Amanda Hari on
2: yeah. uh, from
0: Diablo, and I was—I was actually really surprised by the depth of her knowledge, the amount of OGs that she knew, and then—and the, the, been around which, a while. Yeah, she has been around for a while, but she knew beyond that. Yeah, and uh, um, oh, there's Tim. He's dialing in.
1: Bring him in right now.
0: And so, uh,
1: <laughs> oh, you know, he's gotta pull out the monster. So, yeah, yeah you know, he, starts he starts with oh. that. He starts with the bullshit. Can <laughs>
0: <Hi.
2: laughs> <Good laughs> see you there. Here,
0: he already texted me. He texted me a picture at like 9:55, getting ready for the podcast. <laughs>
2: how's my lighting
0: (laughs) your lighting's good yeah your lighting is good yours is more jocko-ish you actually kind of look like jocko so that that fits (laughs) (laughs) he's older he's got the grappler look to him is he old is he older oh yeah he is he's probably like uh about five seven years old or something like
2: that yeah that's a nice background you got there craig
0: Hey, thank you, man. Uh, it, that's right. like
1: it almost looks, looks like, like, a, like a fake backdrop.
0: Yeah, I know it looks like I'm in Hawaii, but I'm not really. I'm in Pismo, a, Pismo, a, Pismo a, beach, a, beach, a, beach, and it's about 62 degrees and foggy. Who knew? Um, we, we were talking about um, OGs that you know. This is something that we want to keep as a theme is bringing OGs onto this podcast as our guests because it helps uh, and and members of our Diablo community. But we want to bring OGs on when we have guests because um there's a lot of people in our community in the diablo community and people maybe that listen to this podcast that don't know a lot about the history of crossfit and the kind of the founding principles and how we operated how we did things and so it's kind of fun to have ogs on so our you're our kind of lead into our big guest on the 26th, and not to kind of steal your thunder or your <laughs> steal, steal the how valuable this podcast is going to be for everybody. Yeah. Um, it there. is on the 26th of this month, two weeks from now. Uh, Nicole Carroll from CrossFit uh, will be on this podcast, and Jamie Lee and I have already been kind of talking about what we're going to talk about. We're both a little nervous about it, but that we're testing sense. remote connections too, so yeah. it helps to. I've been, like, I've this been doing a little. Th- go, Sorry, ahead. go ahead. No, I've no. been
1: doing a little bit of geeking out on like the journal and just kind of catching up and refreshing on a lot of the stuff that uh, Nicole, you know, she's a great speaker, great, floor great, doctor. and great writer. Like, yeah, she's exactly.
0: Terrific. But uh, Tim, this is the first time we've—I think Jamie—is this the first time we've done two remote? Two remote. Yeah. Yeah. Two first. remote.
2: Wow. Yeah. Next the, time we have to have in the studio.
0: I know. Yeah.
1: I'm managing all
0: the the, the buttons studio. and everything here. Jamie's in the like studio. Yeah, and by the way, so like the let's just talk about a podcast that I'm very fond of and that helped inspire us to get this was the Savant podcast. He's got multiple producers pushing the buttons, clicking, and bringing stuff up. Jamie's doing it all by himself today. He's doing everything. He's <laughs> oh, got wow. the mixer board. He's connecting everybody in.
1: If you need me to pull up any any information, I can I can try to pull
2: that off too. Cool. So.
0: So you, um, you what class direct you're...
2: me. Other words, you know, you know, I'll I'll take it off the rails.
0: <laughs> Starting <laughs> with monster, I do want to get to the, I do, I do want to get to the monster discussion because that's that's a that's one that Tim and I Tim and I have a lot of disagreements about the business and
1: <laughs> you, you
0: really you do you're a fan of
1: Monster <laughs> Energy.
0: Is... <laughs> Are we gonna go right into that one? Is that
2: your go-to? Who me? Yeah, or Tim. Craig? Your... I know, no. Craig
1: here. Yeah. <laughs> is Monster Energy your go-to
0: drink for a workout?
2: For a workout? No, I don't or need. It. Maybe I, a don't need I don't need that for a workout.
0: Okay. I just but, like it. Yeah, but tell us what tell us uh, tell us why you like it and why you've, uh, you you drink Monster Energy. And and why you think the brand is important to and a, and a good and a good fit for CrossFit.
2: Well, I don't care about that.
0: <laughs> uh, okay.
2: No, I just like it. I've drank it for years I mean I had it well put it this way what the preference would be Red Bull first but that's more expensive and so you know Monster's like half the price you know and it still tastes good
0: do you drink coffee I do okay so Apparently, Monster. Morning, but that was so, you, so is Monster just like is, an, is it an energy drink for you just kind of give you an extra pick-me-up of the day
2: I'm not good with drinking water so I don't really like water uh,
0: Okay.
2: I always need something like with some sort of flavor. Okay. So, what about like O two? I have those, but uh I don't know. They used to have sixteen ounce uh cans. It it's too originally just, started just start it started sixteen you. ounce cans and then they went to twelve ounces. It's like uh it's just not quite enough. What I'm what am I'm, I'm trying a volume to... I'm a volume drinker, just like candy. I need volume. I need like large amounts. I don't need like a small little piece of chocolate, I need like a lot of. Like a whole
0: box. Yeah. <laughs> a binge a binger.
2: Some you could say that.
0: So what about the influence, the negative influence that this has on your children, Tim? And What's the impact that? on and the impact on their long term health. Monster Energy.
2: Luke's the only one that likes it.
0: Okay. And why does Luke like it?
2: I don't know. Probably because he uh Is he not like her? Well he prefers Red Bull as well. Oh. But that's more expensive. And he doesn't drink it very much. How old's Luke? He'll be 13 on Saturday.
0: Luke, uh, for those of you who don't know, Luke is a badass mountain biker. Yeah. And Monster is very prevalent within that community.
2: Yeah, And um, Red Bull is too.
0: Red Bull is too. Yeah. But what's interesting, in the discussions that Tim and I have had around this um, subject, is that that sport, those sports, which are um it fringe sports, they're not necessarily mainstream sports, but they extreme. yeah extreme sports, but they thrive on the contributions of their sponsors. And so those sports get more visibility. Um, they, um, they get more support for actually holding events and competitions and as a result they draw more kids into it. So it's kind of it's one of those you know things that you give up the, Maybe the health consequences that come with, well, the implied negative health consequences that come from a carbonated sugar drink, carbonated caffeinated sugar drink, um, in exchange for um, a a you know support for a for a really cool sport and something that gets the kids out, outside and being active. Is yeah, right? you
2: could say, you could argue it's a double-edged sword, I guess. Yeah. But- um, you know, what's that, funny is like, uh, didn't a bunch of the CrossFit gamers, right, get sponsored by Monster and different energy drinks or rain? But like, but I don't see like, oh, posts about it. I don't yeah. know, maybe I don't follow enough of them, but
0: are yeah, they posting kind of,
2: it or are they just taking the money? Because I'd be like, well,
1: that's just kind of them. Like it's the difference between sport and CrossFit, right? Like there's CrossFit as a sport and then there's CrossFit as like a health and fitness training faci- training program. Right. I don't think you see Monster on the 100 words of fitness.
0: I, I think the what troubled monster, the maybe. I think I think the thing that the troubled the CrossFit community is that Monster is, has partial ownership partial ownership by Coca-Cola company. And and I think people see and I'm I, I'm and I don't know maybe I'm coming around a little bit on it but I've, people are seeing the beverage companies as the demon and the largest contributor to childhood obesity. And I don't you know, the more and more and more I read, I don't, I don't necessarily, I, I think that certainly those beverages provide a, an inordinate amount of calories, um, extra, extraordinary amount of calories with excessive consumption. But I don't necessarily believe that they are the primary driver of childhood diabetes and childhood obesity i, I grew up drinking a
2: lot of pop yeah i mean i grew up in michigan originally and like i grew i drank a lot that's interesting of pop. right that's so all, did, so I, did, so did i it was always in our house mm-hmm. i mean if anything we had the caffeine free uh it used to be called pepsi free that was like yeah, my favorite remember that. Like, yeah. You know, that was the taste that we liked but it was full sugar man and we were drinking it up like crazy uh so, like, so what so, really yeah. a big kid. Uh, I just played a lot of sports, and it was super active. Um, I think, you know, as far as some of the CrossFit community or whatever, the people that get upset, I think they just like to be upset. I think they just like, it's like, uh, you know, know, rage and anger and all that stuff. Like, it feels good, right? Like, I'm pissed off, I'm You know, like, they just need something to direct it at because it's something, uh, it's the same as, I was laughing, right, because I was telling, you know my kids that I was going to do this, and they're like, "Oh, are you guys going to like you know be super salty?" <laughs> and I was like, "Probably," but uh, but right, like the story when uh, we're at the games. I don't, Jamie Lee, you don't know this one, but maybe we told you. So we're it was me and Craig and Dusty Highland all hanging out, <laughs> at 21 staying in the same hotel, oh. eating together, like traveling together, sharing cars, everything. And my daughter, right. And Nicole's traveling with us. And so she's subject, you know, subjected to all of the conversations. Yeah. And at some point she goes, Dad, do you guys even like CrossFit? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it happens when you get two, three OGs in a, in a car together oh for a week.
2: God, it was the best. So yes. Uh, yes, honey, we oh, do. Man.
0: That's <laughs> awesome.
2: That's why we're so fired up because we, we love it so we're much. We're passionate so, I mean, about it. it. You know, I don't know. Maybe someone,
0: posts, I someone posted, oh, you know who it was? It was uh, um, Hiller posted a great um, exchange between two sisters who are probably like 15, 16 in oh, yeah. their fast-pitch softball. The trash and the, talking. the trash talking between the two of them was unbelievable i mean it was it was epic and um he played it as as a indication of look trash talking and negativity is one of the byproducts of a sport that people are passionate about people that are passionately involved in it 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 doesn't it's not a it's not a negative um, in, it's not a negative reflection of the sport. It's not. Comes doesn't right. like
2: that. I'll show you someone that's never played competitive sports. Right. They've well, they've never been good. good, or they've never been good yeah. at. it. Right. Yeah. Like, guess what? Yeah, you need to. You need to have that. I mean, mm. don't even come to like the jujitsu gym in the morning. I mean, <laughs> really? we even talk trash in the gym. Like, oh, that's the the morning class that I just came from, seven a.m. Dude, we yeah. hate the evening class. <laughs> It's like more of a like, anything. Of we just call them out. We're like, they're all scared of us. Yeah. Like people leave our class and, 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 and like, they're like, they run to the evening class. They don't, they don't want to hang that,
0: that, that I think is awesome. And it, <laughs> and it is true. I think that's, and that's, and that's super true about CrossFit. And I think is, is people look at, you know, the, and that Hiller's point was, Hey, look, there's people saying that I'm too negative or they won't, they won't follow me because I'm too negative. But I think that at, I think that we've gotten to a position in society where it's people are afraid of the negativity and a lot of times the, neg- the negativity is used, um, I don't know. I think like you said, the people that aren't playing or aren't in the sport, um, are, uh, that are negative are probably the detractors. The, the ones that are in the sport are, are the, are the players.
2: Like, I think 100%. there should be more trash talking CrossFit.
0: 100 percent That you know, I was talking
1: to the like team yeah. this last this last year, um, at the semifinals, you know, and it's like somebody said something about how they didn't like the fact that like, you know, in the warm-up area, everybody's kind of flexing on each other, you're feeling everybody out. It's like that's the best part. Like, I just love just talking some smack. It's all fun and games, nothing, nothing's gonna be taken personal. I'm not taking any hits at you personally. It's just hey, let's you know, let's well, even if you do, you're not
2: touching each other.
1: Oh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, not like jujitsu when you're throwing each other around and actually trying to submit. To
2: touch each other. But that's, no, well, uh, I remember a couple years ago, mayhem and uh, the, the brute squad, right? Like, and they were going oh, back and forth. That was awesome. So that fun. makes for good TV. Yes.
0: Well, you know, it's interesting. Piem used to say that about CrossFit um, and how to get more viewership is it and it and it's unfortunate it's one of the it's one of the things about crossfit everybody's so friendly everybody's high-fiving each other when even when they're competing i remember the one with a beach run where they showed you know spieler um, high-fiving someone that was coming the opposite way and then we get the athletes that stand around and cheer for the other athletes at the end of an event which personally don't do that to me i hate that um but <laughs> don't be the last one what no, you gonna, what you you know, no uh um, was the crossfit masters athlete once once told me he goes i wish when i registered for the games there was a box that i could check that says no pity <laughs> and you click that box and then the judge has to say hey everybody back he he clicked the no pity box but pine yeah, to Paim, that point, Pyam said, "Man, CrossFit needs an enemy. Man, it needs a it needs a bad guy. It doesn't. It doesn't have any bad guy. It doesn't have any villains. And Ricky Gerard was for a short period of time the yeah. the, the villain. But it, but you think about sports, and, and you know whether it's baseball, football, it's um, um or 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 wrestling, right? Even you know, it's it it it's based upon that, and." And and it draws people in. It it creates uh, a, a competitiveness amongst the fans that I think is healthy for the sport.
2: Oh, it's fun. I mean, it's like yeah. like at NASCAR. Dude, oh know, yeah. Oh No fighting. Yeah. Oh, they love it when drivers fight. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. You know. Uh, That's right. But I I would tell uh when the couple times that you know going to the games and stuff and it was going to be on screen, I was like, you know, they're like, oh, how can I watch you? I'm like, uh, you're probably not going to. I was like. There's two ways to be on camera in CrossFit. I was like, you're either first or you're last. Yeah. it's <laughs> a really good point. <laughs> to steal a Ricky Bobby. You don't want to be Bobby on the last run, part. And they're like, hey, look at our leader. Or like waiting for this person to finish. cheering you on. Oh, my God. Like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> it's really That's so true, though. Both. I've done both. <laughs>
0: those uh, and those poor athletes, and you know what's funny is all those athletes that are in the middle, all their fans are like, They never show us on TV. Yeah. Well, yeah, no tell them to tell them to win more or lose more. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's right. Checkers or records. That's the uh, I had a sister in law that was in uh, in NASCAR like uh, marketing, and yeah, they, that, that was their thing. Like, they did the sponsors, they just care about camera time, so yeah, they were basically checkers or records, like, you're either winning and you're going to get on camera where you have the biggest crash of the race and then you're going to be on camera and you'll be yeah. on ESPN as the crash of the race and the sponsors like yes i
0: w- you know listen i would i w- yeah i might i would even argue to hillers point that um, that i think it would it's hiller is super beneficial for the sport he has been in terms of drawing attention to especially uh the video submissions the range of motion um, what's accepted what's not accepted like that has been awesome and everybody everybody is certainly more thoughtful including me about what we what we uh, put on our videos when we submit them to crossfit and even in competition i'm certain that people are more thoughtful about it because of andrew hiller but the other thing that he's created is a little bit of a uh, a, a little bit of that that bad guy, bad guy, right? Yeah. Good, good good guy versus bad guy, right? Yeah. Um, I'm in the I'm in the Danny Spiegel camp. I think she's an amazing athlete. I think she should be at the games. I think that you know she, he's been unfair towards her. Why should she
2: be at the games? She didn't make
0: it. I know, but <laughs> don't get me started. But what I, my <laughs> my point being that that I'm a fan of Danny Spiegel, and he's drawn me in. I was ambivalent about that. You know, I, I kind of knew who she was. I was told she's very nice, and she's certainly very strong. But I've been drawn into that kind of Spiegel versus kind of CrossFit. Um,
2: she should be the heel. She should lean into it. Yes. Like John Daly, she could be like the John Daly of CrossFit. Yeah. She could just be be right there and just be like, yeah, so what?
0: Yeah. What are you gonna do?
2: Uh, That's what. Yeah. Did, right? Yes.
0: Right. Dude we, right loved, dude we loved dude we love to watch Jante. This he still draws a huge crowd. <laughs> still draws a huge crowd.
1: <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> why is he why is she blocking you?
0: Oh dude well. Have you do, do you even <laughs> know what zombie? Do on you do, do you even know what zombie? <laughs> yeah, that's why it that. Uh... I can't understand. <laughs> But we, we wanted to. She should lean into that one. Yeah. Um, she should lean into that stuff. Absolutely, one hundred percent. And it's and it's I think we'll,
2: it's opportunity.
0: Well, I think and I, and I think it'll probably get there because it's not going to go away, right? I think what's going to happen it's just taking longer in CrossFit because everybody's so damn nice, right? Such a new we do sport too. We haven't had to well. That's right. Find that.
1: I mean, like you think of the good guy, bad guy. If you if you're a fan of 49ers, for example, the bad guys are Seattle Seahawks, right?
0: yeah In, and right.
1: team across so if you think about it west coast or west regional semifinal versus the east semifinals maybe some of them yeah. might be the bad guy versus us or you know right. it's a different layout there's so many more people on the field versus just there's one bad guy like maybe you have a, a few
0: right i want to take on. well we you know i could see uh i, I would love to build a bad guy team that takes on that mayhem crew the bunch of good, the, yes. the bunch of supposed, the bunch of supposed big guys. Oh, that reminds me. Tim's a huge fan of Rich Froning and Mayhem. He every ch- every chance he gets to kind of tell me what Rich is doing. He's telling me what Rich is doing.
2: <laughs> hey, I got a lot of respect for the guy. Why What's do you have a lot? Li-
0: Why are you a fan of Rich Froning and Man Mayhem? By the way, tell tell me that. Uh, I think that's good. That's good information.
2: Well, it does go back a long time. Uh, Yeah. Gosh, it would have been twenty, maybe twenty eleven, at the at the games. It was either eleven or twelve. I can't remember. And uh, we were in Carson, and we were there spectating. And I was there with Kristen, and Luke was an infant, so he was it was probably twenty eleven. So he was like crawling around. Uh, And Rich was not under the stands with all the other athletes are hanging out or getting massages or whatever. He was out hanging out with his family, like up on the, remember that like pavilion area and like, yeah, where the bathrooms were, it was like a big flat open flat spot. And uh, so we're over there kind of in the corner and like Luke's just like walking around. I mean, he's an infant. So he's like crawling around. We're just letting him get around and he crawled and Rich is just sitting down against the wall. He like crawls over to him, you know, and he's just like totally into, you know, this little kid that he doesn't know. And he's just like playing with them and was just you know fascinated just hey look here's another person and uh and so one that was like the first you know interaction so he was like super cool with you know with a little kid that has you know he's on his way to win his first crossfit games right and he's like taking the time you know for some little kid right and he wasn't like hey scram you know hey i gotta get my recovery you know he was like right um, you know so <laughs> things like that he's always got time for you know fans and later on Luke was much older, I think 2018 maybe when he was there, and he found him he got his autograph. And and I had sat by him, Brian, Yoke, and I, when we were in 2017. We sat near the Mayhem team. He was super cool. Um, You know, so just interacting like regular people. So always down to earth. You know, I appreciate – I can appreciate uh, the rise and kind of how he's uh, organized his – you know, as Saman says, the empire. Yeah. Right. right. Like, Hey, making decisions and and making it bigger than yourself. Um, And I, I really also like how he uses, he recognizes he, this is my observation. I think he recognizes that he has a lot of fame and everybody wants him, but then he does things to uplift everyone else. Right. So he'll Mm -hmm. give opportunity to people that have full-time jobs running his media store or his like, Clothing store, the media company, that all the different stuff. So like he's putting his name on something. I'm sure he gets a kickback for sure, but like it provides an entire business. To come out. Right. I think that's fantastic.
1: Yeah, he's it, definitely more of a genuine human being, right? Like,
2: and he's, a, I mean, he's a CrossFit affiliate owner. I mean, they you know, they got an affiliate like, when they were, you know, college kids or whatever it was, right? Like, uh, you know, I mean, he's he's been down you know, for the program, you know, the yeah. whole time. Yeah. You know, so like, Anytime you know, know Craig, time. You know, Craig talks about all the time. Like, you know, a lot of these athletes, they don't, they don't belong to gyms. They don't own gyms. They're just out there for themselves. And so then it's like, well, what are you doing? Right. Like, where's your, where's your appreciation for, you know, how you got where you are. The only reason yeah. that anyone knows your name or that you have a business or that you have online programming or that you have coaching program or you have a chain of whatever it is, you know, is only because of CrossFit. But yet you badmouth CrossFit, or you badmouth, you know, the people that got you there, or any of that kind of stuff. And you know, that just leaves a bad taste in my mouth, right? Mm-hmm. That's the the saltiness from the the OGs, right? Like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, no one no one knows who you are outside of CrossFit, and yet yeah. you're going to try and bash on CrossFit. Like, yeah, know, get over yourself. You're not that you're not that special. Yeah, nobody's special.
0: No. That's for sure. That's yeah, that's good, I man. That was a much longer, more thoughtful explanation than I like <laughs> him because he's, he's so, cause he's so handsome, because he's so handsome because he's so handsome and he's a Christian. <laughs>
2: I don't get into that.
1: <laughs> what do you think about the proven team? Are they the good guys or the bad guys? Yeah, oh, that's a good know.
2: question. Who's on there? I don't even know who's on the team.
1: You got the two girls that were on the mayhem team.
2: Oh previously and then you've got
1: um tim paulson and uh is, is it
0: tola Tola, yeah yeah uh, I don't know. do
2: they, talk trash? they don't talk trash
0: no they're just yeah. the girls they're def- <laughs> they're, de- they're, de- they're defectors but that is a real opportunity to yeah
1: i don't know i kind of always think of this as uh i mean something craig said years ago when we were competing and we had a bunch of people starting to make and create uh uh super teams when it was still the affiliate cup and craig said something about the fact that the organic teams are good for the community where the manufactured teams not so much and i can right. kind of see the same thing like you know yeah. to come back to the affiliate cup you know like here at diablo like we we really strive to try to build everybody up from within to then go out onto that stage versus trying to recruit people just the top athletes now it's definitely not easy to get to that top stage with that aspect but um you know there I, if there was an affiliate team that came up as um all within i would consider them the good guys and then the, everybody else that's building teams around just to go to the games and win being the bad guys
2: yeah. yeah, I mean, I remember you guys. Uh, I was in Santa Rosa. You guys had what three teams at yeah. regional? Yeah, right. It's
1: Santa Rosa or San Jose?
2: Santa Rosa. I don't know. I mean, that's the one that I remember.
1: Yeah, Santa Rosa. That was outside, right?
2: Yeah, outside. Yeah, we had uh, two
1: teams and three or four individuals. I think that
2: year. Yeah. No, I remember that. And then, because which year? Which year was it that you guys had multiple teams in the games?
0: That we haven't done. We, we haven't had- done at the games multiple teams at the regionals. Yeah, we were the- uh, was, that, Rockland?
2: Rockland? was that Rockland that had multiples?
0: Who was that? No. Uh, or did ours did Rockland CrossFit? No. I think Invictus was probably the first team. Invictus somebody,
2: was the first. Somebody yeah. in the East Bay. Somebody in the East Bay had multiple.
1: We had three that would- teams at semi at um, semif- We had three teams at regionals in San Jose for twenty fourteen and that year we missed qualifying by like two or three points. Oh, yeah. We we just we had three individuals competing individually and we had three teams. And had we mixed around like one or two of those athletes, like really one of those athletes, we probably would have won regionals that year. But we split all the only
0: athletes up. Yeah,
1: yeah, we split we split our, our talent. Sorry to
2: bring teammates. up what looks like to be a sore topic for you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe <leave>. You know, <laughs> he's choosing the, his he's very carefully. Well,
1: 13, 14 was an off year, 15,
2: 16. So.
0: Temperatures coming up here <laughs> Yeah <laughs> There is a uh, were fire. Yeah, we you know, it's easy to look back and make decisions about what you could have should have would have done But that's how um, we learn, right?
2: Yeah, it is we how we learn. would have never won a game That's what my dad always said
0: yeah. and then the the upside of the multiple teams and the individual athletes all competing together is we is we gave that experience to all of those people
2: I think and it's, all, I mean, I love what you yeah. guys do. I mean, and, you know, I think you could even, uh, I mean, you might have coined the term. I haven't heard anybody else say it, right? Is like class fitters, the way that you guys yeah. do and, You know, you set up your team with class fitters and even like turn down offers from like, you know. Yes. Athletes to be like, hey, can I come be on your team? Because I know mm-hmm. you guys are going to be halfway decent and I could do something. And you're like, yep. you don't come here.
1: You got to be a part like, of the community. You know, you're not you're not in this
2: gym. You don't you don't coach classes. You're not like in classes. You're not you know. So I love that. I mean, I think you know from that perspective. To me, that creates a lot of respect, like you're saying for the for the community, right? Mm-hmm. So, it's yeah. like well, what are you doing it for? You know, they are definitely. Yeah. More people? Why why aren't they uh, if the, it's the proven team there? Why aren't they the East Nashville team?
0: The good point. Does
2: East Nashville have a team, or is it just the proven team?
1: Oh, just a proven.
0: So well, proven,
2: are you yeah. you East Nashville or are you proven? It's kind of like well, the. You'd have you know, to finish,
1: you'd have to do all the workouts at that event, at that gym, yeah, right? At that
0: like, gym, like, yeah, yeah, you do. To, to be no, no, as an individual but you don't, But the, the new rule is you don't have to live close by them. No, um, you just have to do them together. You, to do them.
2: you actually, yeah. here's the thing. Do you have to do them at a, I don't know, because I didn't, I mean, you
1: I have know, to do them together? Yeah, and no aspirations
2: you. or any kind of, we are not a competitor gym.
1: Right. Well, right. to start, you have to do all the open workouts at that affiliate. So wherever the team okay. is coming out of, all of the events from the open to the quarterfinals to the semifinals all have to be there um, on that team.
2: <laughs>
0: so you want to talk about sensitive <laughs> subjects that Tim and I agree on. Just <laughs> <laughs> good I think. Philip Kelly just put posted it. Will there be an N C fit team next year? Well, um the i think there will be at the fitness games but at crossfit games there will not be because ncfit according to their website they don't do crossfit so maybe by then they'll post there actually that they actually are crossfit gym and then they'll start doing crossfit yeah, i didn't see anybody um, score
1: out of that affiliate this year
0: yeah <laughs> yeah but that's a sensitive subject. <laughs> Can you tell? We'll see how that
1: develops over the
0: next year? <laughs> yeah, they, um, and they have had great teams in the past. But I, to the I wanted to on Tim's point and the point about teams being um, only having to do the workouts together, I'm okay with that. Um, but it does um, one of the things I one of my observations. Is relative to that is down at the semifinals in Pasadena. Invictus had three teams representing, and they and and their one of the teams, the Sea of Green, was actually the kind of the community team. Athletes that lived there and trained there, and they're in San Diego, and it's an amazing group of athletes. And then he said they have two other teams that did the workouts together. And I met one of the parents um, whose uh, daughter and her son-in-law are on the team uh the team that won great and they were great and they were so you know grateful for Invictus and it was so cool to see their team there uh competing in there they're a damn good team but i will tell you this here's the difference you guys remember jamie remembers tim you remember too at the uh semifinal, or at the regionals in the past Invictus if you went and Invictus was there they literally had it and that's where the name sea green comes from a, a the stands full of people mm-hmm. all right wearing now. green. They were passionate about their athletes that came out of that gym and uh, were competing. This year at uh, semifinals um, down in Pasadena, three teams, um, there were a handful of fans. Now, Jamie, did you see any groups of green fans anywhere sitting together? No. No, not like years past. Like no, that's definitely the difference. What, what did you and, call And that's it? the difference. <laughs> Yeah, the puddle of green. <laughs> well, I think it was well, a years, yeah. to,
2: I mean, we could change the topic a little bit because then that goes into what. What's your point? Like, what's your purpose? Right? Like, what is it that you're trying to yeah, do? Is this trying to help the gym? Right. Is this trying to help the community? Are you trying to just like make some money or give some people or like get attention? You know, get some you know social media posts and likes, or are you trying to you know contribute to helping? People? I think, you know, like what's your, what's your focus? You know, like, I think that's a, that's a big thing. And that's where, um, you know, you could just look at all the different models and it's not saying that anyone's necessarily right or wrong. Right. I mean, that's why like, we don't, you know, I mean, I joke about it, but like, we don't have any aspirations of competing as a team. I don't even like sign one up, right. Like whatever mm-hmm. it costs. I'm like, well, I'll save 10 bucks. Like, why would I bother to, you know, I mean, they used to rank you as a team, like a yeah. team, you just select, oh, yeah, hey, we're going to be a team. And so then the people, whatever, right? I mean, I think they should still do that. But um, I think if you're an affiliate, you should get a team. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, like, you shouldn't have to pay money just to get a designation as a team. It didn't cost them anything. Um, you know, yeah, so that's, that's uh, a good point. That's a Yeah, because you, know, you good used point. to be able to say, like, hey, like, without trying, like oh here's our ranking, and I used to be like you know I joke about it, not that as if I could ever control it, but like hey we're going to be in the top half of the NorCal affiliates, you know just on our athletes and percentages, right? And I can and I can tell folks like hey you guys realize like we're in the top half, you know, and we nope. don't have you know we we might have a handful of people that do the workouts RX, mm-hmm. you know yeah. So, yeah. I don't know, just different
0: things. No, like that, that. that's no, and, and and that's the point. Like, it, it, I think Invictus, Mayhem, um, Comp Train, um, even though they're not in it as much anymore, but uh, Proven, HWPO, these these guys are in it to uh, drive um, uh, their programming, their compa- their competition programming.
2: Well, they're maximizing for- revenue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And the easiest and, and, way to do that, that, that you can scale, is to do it with something that you can, like, you know, it doesn't cost wow. you anything to scale. Right. For me yep. to scale, it costs me, you know, hiring coaches, adding classes, you know, having the space. Like, you know, everything's going to cost in order for me to scale. Right. Whereas, like, for them to scale, I mean, and, you know, arguably, like, you know, with PRs all day, like, was it, what, how much does it cost you to add 10, 20, 30, 50, 100 people? Nothing right because it's the same so that's 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 great for scaling that but that's not you know but then that would be that purpose for the purpose of the gym right is the purpose of the gym to scale or is the purpose of the gym to help those that are here right Right. so i don't know you know it's just different approaches that we talk about yeah it is
0: i mean i i think within the within his gym certainly cj if you go down to invictus they've got a great community um but it's but that that community and i think with our community as well they're they're more detached from the games than years past. We all grew up yeah. with with competing. Tim, you competed in 2008 at the CrossFit Games back when it was you, you know, just had to sign up. You just had to sign up. Yeah. 85th, and, man. 85th. Yeah. <laughs> and we
2: were
0: and we were experimenting with this this competition thing. 2019 um, yeah, and then 2010 was when it started to change with the first uh with the first uh, open. And then 2011 it, was the first open. Or 2010 was the, open. First open. Was the san- san- it,
1: sec- sanctionals sectional. 2010
0: was sectionals. Sectionals. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when it started to get serious. Line. Yeah.
2: you just had to sign up for two. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's, that's right.
2: when Darren uh
0: Rossin, Yeah. yeah. Rostin. You yep. competed yeah, Darren, his first Darren time. Killed it. That
2: yeah. was an epic day like with
0: you know, down at the ranch, all foggy and rainy, and that was so fun. That was so fun. So it's 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 different now. People are joining CrossFit for CrossFit. Um, a lot less yeah. people are joining CrossFit because they saw it on TV in the CrossFit Games. Um, and so it's up to us to educate them. And then it's kind of the the up to the the kind of the ten or the values or focus of the affiliate. If there's a lot of affiliates out there that could care less about the CrossFit Games in the Open, they just don't, it's not something they want to necessarily be a part of. We use it, I think about it from the perspective of, I want to create fans of the sport uh, because it's just another way to keep our members, it's another hook in our members to keep them coming. If if we're doing the Open, we got a lot of people doing Open, they can relate to the Um, top athletes in the world Um, it also gives Jamie Lee in his programming a annual anchor for for which to you know base all of our our progressions upon and but again if I if I can make people fans of the sport and it's one more thing and if and if we get athletes that want to pursue that as a as a something for their you know career great I'm I'm all in we'll support you in every way we can and then our community. Guess what? Our community is way more behind it. You know, we had, okay. had twenty five people down there at the at the, and we had four four volunteers that mm-hmm. went down and volunteered, and twenty five total people, um, not including the athletes uh, down there, uh, yeah. watching and participating. Yeah, I think the the
1: whole concept of the affiliate. I mean. I just like to take it back to the affiliate cup and not so much just the team aspect because i mean the reason why i stuck on the team as long as i had like i would qualified individual and could have gone to regionals but i always wanted to go down and and perform and compete with a team of people from the gym from the community and and represent diablo in our general area right like that that the, the the vibe that we had as as a team and in a community i remember 2012 when we were going battling against tj's gym we were back in the in the staging area and it was just talking with TJ's gym as we're getting ready to go out. You just hear yeah. our crowds just literally battling back, back and through. forth. Yeah. And honestly, I got so much juice out of that just to continue on for the years afterwards. It's for me personally, it was way more fun to compete as a team to represent our community and what we do here than it was to go out and try to see how fit I personally
0: am. Yeah, those what's interesting is those are teams that were born out of gyms that had been around before the games diablo and tj's tj's has been had been around five or six years before he he was one of the he affiliated after his gym had already been around for for a number of years so his community was behind it as well and then you think about mayhem mayhem's gym was built after um rich froning dominated at the games. He, he started the gym after. So it, his was kind of born out of his success as a CrossFit Games athlete. And that might be a distinguishing characteristic or distinguishing difference between each of us. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Jim, the uh, Tim, the uh, Tim, Jim. <laughs> Tim. <laughs> oh, we, I do want to talk about your affiliate and how you do your affiliate business. And the differences between say Diablo and your affiliate um Well, the, we're great
2: and you're terrible. <laughs> How's that for trash talk?
0: Here we go. Let's <laughs> let it roll. Uh, it's funny because I'll try to. it Tim and I, we, you know, we'll go mountain bike or we we'll go, you know, whatever we do together, train together, whatever we do. And I'll and I'll and I'll give him input. I'm like, you know, have you thought about? And he'll say, Well, yeah, that won't work for our for our group for our community. <laughs> you give him input. to <laughs> he ask for it? Right. Um. Tim, no wait, wait, wait. Um, I know
2: I, I have I have good responses now. Oh, there's an idea.
0: <laughs> just hey, hang on one second. My wife is texting me from the RV across the way, asking for the <laughs> Wi-Fi password. Now, what's funny about that? we we'll give she's it to her. her. You're, gonna, you're gonna lose. Your well, service. no, I gotta I gotta hurry up and say this before she gets into the <laughs> podcast. starts listening to the podcast. There is no password. <laughs> it's literally just click. <laughs> Meanwhile, my daughter knows this and she's in the RV and she's just not telling her. <laughs>
2: ah, That's cold-blooded. Cold it is cold-blooded. Okay, what blooded. Do, so we run different shows. What do you want to know?
0: Yeah, well, so, so for example...
2: What, you, what, do we, what do we want to tell
0: them? Well, no, Karen's for example... what
2: we're talking about. So we with, so,
0: I know, so it's cool because... So, for example, just on the class side of things, our members can come to whatever class they want. They sign up, we show them around... Um, and then, and then we will ask them, you know, what time do you think you can, come but, but, but it's not necessarily to ask them if it's okay, if they come at the time, it's more that we ask them, we just want to know, you know, we want to tell them about the coaches that might be there at that time they're going to come and whether or not the class is going to be full. You on the other hand, when people sign up, you tell them which class do you want to sign up for? Distinctly different models. Like I can't even imagine telling people, "Hey, no, this is your class. You're going to be coming to this class." Why does that work so well in your uh, in your area and for you?
2: Um, and and is that the OG oh, I mean, way of doing it? it? Yeah. What's
0: Where'd that? you get that idea from? Where'd you get that idea from too? That's what I want to know. OG,
2: too. I'll give them the shout out. Uh, JT, Jeremy Teal uh, across the Central. Um, you know in the and then giving the shout out to the old school crossfit journal because when you start out when you're opening a gym and you don't know what you're doing mm-hmm. you should be reading or watching videos uh on
0: because they had
2: an, a tab i think um for affiliate right like on yeah in the, in the message like yeah. that so you could watch things because what's his name is it skip chase who's the guy yeah. up in uh, yeah. washington or something like his model is totally different um so I remember, but there was a great thing I remember from him. Uh, I'll come back to that. So Jeremy Teal put on like a series. I think it was like a multiple part, multi part uh, series, and just on like what how they run their gym, right? And so they they kind of branded it the closed class model, um, and we were growing slowly, but then started to accelerate uh, and. You know, we had small space and spaces at a premium. So then we had to figure out like, oh, hey, how is this going to, you know, how is everyone going to fit? Because if you have a 2,000 square foot gym, yeah, you're going to be limited to 150 people, maybe, maybe even less. Because like if everybody wants to show up at the 6 a.m. class and the 5 p.m. class, then you've got an empty gym the rest of the day. But those classes are, are smoked or they're stacked and you're thinking, oh, no, I need more space. But then you can't actually afford it. So then, uh, Jeremy, they came out of uh, boot camps, and so then that's I right. think the way my interpretation. Oh, was that's right. That, yeah, they put on the garage gym blueprint. So I went down to Austin. Luke was a little baby, so this would have been 2010, the fall of 2010, maybe November-ish. Yeah, because we were doing a turkey throwdown thing or whatever for November, one of their challenges, um, and and they basically were like an open book, and there was other gym owners there. Um, you know, um, he's a competitor runs competitive gym programming, uh, big Dave down in uh, Austin. So Mm -hmm. he uh, was there. That's how I know him. Um, But he, they basically just opened their doors and they said, this is what we do. This is how we do it. This is our locations. This is how we run coaches. This is what we um, do. And then um, I was like, wow, that sounds, you know, pretty good because then you can say, hey, if I limit my class to 15 people, then that's the max number in that class. Um, One coach can handle these people. And then um, there's always uh, space. There's always equipment. There's always attention. And and then you can say, this is exactly how many people my gym can can hold. And so we didn't need to just keep getting bigger. Um, Maybe we just added more classes. And so So, that's that's how we ended up kind of moving in that direction and it ended up um you know yeah there's plenty of people that are like i want to be able to come whenever i want you're like okay well then you know give them the jedi you know we are not the gym for you right this is not the gym (laughs) you You know because it's like well it's just it's uh my first business book uh good to great jim collins and he said yeah it's important to know what you're what you want to do and who you want to be It's probably just as important, if not more important to know what you don't want to be, what you don't want to do. And so what we didn't want to do was be overrun, um, have low quality or like be sharing equipment. Like that's one of the worst, I think, Um, or like running out of stuff or, you know, things like that. And so I program every single workout as if 15 people are going to show up. Uh, We have 15 rowers. We um, the way the gym is set up. You know is all so that we could do 15 people in a class
1: so when you have somebody you have 15 people in a class like do they reserve space or when they sign up they're reserving that slot right
2: what so happens say,
1: if, what happens if their schedule changes like their job changes or they have to commute differently oh they're
2: stuck then, then they're kicked out of the gym forever uh, no <laughs> <course>. <laughs> Uh, yeah. No, I mean, it's it like, but if its we're not a like, you know, fly by night, like, oh, hey, you know, like um, this week I need to do this. And then this week I need, to, like, that's not the model. Right. So like our programming, and you can appreciate this, you know, Jamie Lee is like, so our programming, if you're like, hey, I want to come in two days a week. Great. So what time would you like to come? Let's say noon. Okay, great. So noon, Tuesday, Thursday, that is your class. You can count on those two workouts work together. Right? You're not going to be doing burpees on both days.
1: Both days, yeah.
2: Unless you're late. And then, yes, you're doing burpees because yeah. you got to buy into class. And yeah. anyone that says, and there's a lot of haters out there, oh, they're yeah. like, ah, don't make your people do burpees for being late. They need to make sure that they're okay. Oh my gosh, give me a break. <laughs> you know what time it is. You're not late to work. Show up, right? If you can't show up, you're disrespecting your class, you're disrespecting the other people in class, you're disrespecting yourself. Joe Little self-respect. And if, if 20 burpees is going to put you out, then, like, you know, I can't help you.
1: Jedi trick.
2: Give me a minute. This, is, this Here's is a great too- example. Here's, this is what Craig is waiting for. Here's a great example. Had a visitor from – she's from Uruguay, but she's Argentina. She shows up the other day, and she shows up, and she's late. She's a visitor. She had to get an Uber or whatever. And I, she walks in the door. We're already doing the warm-up. And I'm like, hey. I was like – you know, of course, you know, it's the most welcoming thing. Hey, you're late. Right? She's like, (laughs) yeah, sorry. You know, whatever. had to get a ride. And I'm like, okay. I was like, "Um, you have to do 20 burpees to buy into class. And she's just like, she just drops down and starts doing burpees. So while she's doing them, I said, so, I go, you know, and then we get into, like, where are you from, and blah, blah, blah. And I go, what do you have to do at your gym in your way when you're late? And she just looks at me deadpan as if, like, what kind of question is that? She's like twenty burpees. No, <laughs> and I'm so like, it would, did, did, did you it out to the, rest so of the universal? Like, it's a universal <laughs> standard. You're late. Ah oh, shit. twenty burpees. Did
0: did you guys did you guys hu- did you guys hug too after that? Oh, No,
2: she was totally fine with it. She's like an adult, oh my like, god.
0: This is again. This is one of these subjects where Tim and I will will diverge. On. <laughs> Although yeah, you know, yeah. oh,
2: burpees we, for not introducing yourself to anyone new. I love that. <laughs>
0: we, you, Tim and I should. We should be. What was that uh, show where they traded wives? And the you know they you know the, you, you you trade wives for a week or a wife couple swap? or yeah yeah wives that, that wife swap show. Yeah, well, you and I should do that for our gyms. Like I should go over to your gym for. <laughs> for can like a week and, it, you, and then and then yeah and then have J- have tim come over and 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 do diablo for a week i i especially in the afternoon when the when people stroll in <laughs> well so anyways it's not usually a
2: big deal i mean they're a little bit late and you know what here's the funny thing it's always the same people and they know what to do and they show up and they show and they, they come right. in they get their notebook they come they they, they get in their spot and they just start, they just start doing burpees and you don't need to like I don't even call attention to them, right? It's yeah. just like whatever. Yeah. You know, but what you do. if someone's late, especially even a visitor or a brand new person, and and they're late, guess guess who everyone's looking at? They're not looking at the person that's late. They're looking at me. And they're saying, Is he gonna make them do burpees? And yeah. so <laughs> guess what? You're doing burpees. Because it's not about you anymore, it's about me. Because uh, they're gonna think that I've gone soft or something. So, <laughs> <laughs> the, so,
0: so just so uh, anyone that's listening, so when we so when you you go to CrossFit Palo Alto and you want to sign up for CrossFit Palo Alto, you're going to be asked for class time, and that's your time. And yeah, and well, he may not, he, and, and he may not have room for you. In which case, you'll talk you'll talk him into maybe doing a different time, um, a class that's a not time, for and
2: then you can get on a wait list for that class. Yeah, so I've we, got, yeah, I've so like got I've, if your schedule yeah. changes back to your question. Generally, like if your schedule changes, like let's say you start in the new class and then you're like, hey, my schedule change is going to come to the five o'clock now. And then um, I, uh, you know, then it's like, OK, cool. Like, but you're changing your class time. Yeah. It's, right? yeah so like you're now you're, you're making an appointment. On. Right. So like so many people, what do they come in? They say, hey, I need I want some discipline, I, I want some accountability, I want all these things. And I'm like, great, I've got just the thing. So when you sign up, like we are basically doing everything for you, all you've got to do is show up.
0: Right? So show no up work hard, get results.
2: Like it's, you- it's plug and play, it's plug and play show yeah. up, work hard, get results. That's all you gotta do. Right? And you're gonna and you're gonna and you'll be able to track it. Because there's another thing. I know you guys use, you know, digital yeah. stuff. We don't use digital stuff. We use notebooks right because there is plenty of research out there actually physically writing down pens on paper right puts it into your brain and here's one of my favorite things is that when you get a hundred workouts in your notebook and it's this thick or whatever it is and you're like oh whoa, look at the physical representation of work that i've done Mm -hmm. i think it's really cool and people really enjoy it because then they can go back they can flip through Today we're doing a benchmark workout and people can go back and say like, oh, when's the last time we did this? You know, and we can look it up and you can flip back and they can see and they can just remember. He has a real real connection. Let me me see see the last time I did that. Um, What are you doing? 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 doing Oh, I got got five thumbs up on that day. (laughs) 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 Woo! You're
0: killing me. I go into it. I go into his gym. I, I come visit him. I come visit him. him. And, and on the left, on the left-hand side, first of all, his is his fucking refrigerator full of Monster energy drinks. On the right, <laughs> on the right side of his gym are these milk crates full of the notebooks. Yeah. And then, I, so I come home. I tell Yvonne about it. She goes, "Well, that's what I do." And she's, yeah. "Oh my god." It, it, so I, I've got members right now that are probably going to listen to this. First of all, my morning class people, where there's now... <laughs> Twenty to twenty-two people in class going. Oh, I love the way Tim does that. Let's let's cut off the five. Look,
2: (laughs) you can sell stuff, right? You can sell a notebook. You mean that's not a tax? Never make these things, right?
1: Craig, didn't we have that exact same thing
2: for a
0: while? Yes, yes, for a while. That is beautiful too. Yvonne's going to want one. I'll save one. And then, so, but my morning members are going to be like, "That's awesome! Let's let's lock in our time at 5 a.m. because they're all there at 5 a.m." And then my afternoon people are gonna be like, "Don't ever do the burpee thing for us."
2: <laughs> I mean, twenty what's, what's I mean, your warm up. I mean, our warm up is like you know, it starts with generally speaking, it starts with jumping jacks, air squats, and push ups and sit ups. Yeah. Right. So what is it? It's basically burpees, moving your body through some space. Yeah.
0: This this yeah. is turning into a terrible podcast.
2: Terrible! What are you talking? Yeah, because yeah, I'm gonna get all. The, I'm gonna get
0: emails. Stuff. I'm gonna get people cornering oh, me now. Oh, let's create. When are we get? When, you are we, on when a are, spot. It's a great podcast. When, yeah, it's about me. When are we? <laughs>
2: Take when a are laugh. We, I love it. Tim coaches sports. Take a laugh. <laughs> Take a laugh. That, was, that good. was great.
0: Oh, Philip Kelly, you're not helping me out.
2: <laughs> but I do, I like, that. I do like that. I do
0: like the visual. Like, and that's what he was a company
2: called Sports Journal, but I think they went out of business. Yeah. If somebody wanted to know, I can send them whoever makes mine. I can't remember who makes mine, but I can find out. They're super simple and you can
0: customize it. Did you show Sarah Cooper's? That's crazy. That's good too, because I like that. What's interesting about Sarah's comment is that um, one of the things I really like about our community is when we're walking new people around that everybody smiles and makes it feel welcome because everybody knows it's scary as hell to come into a CrossFit gym. When you do your onboarding, um, how, do, how do you onboard new people that want that to wanna come into your gym?
2: So we have them sign up uh, for an introductory session. So it's usually in the group uh, type of thing. So it's not like every day, you can't just come whenever. Um, but it's usually like every other Saturday and every other Wednesday, usually. Um, so just like two now, so.
1: introductory classes, essentially. No, you just
2: you only got to come to one.
1: Oh, OK. Right. So
2: basically, it's like This is where, and we're gonna run you through it. Like, uh, you're not gonna remember it, but we're gonna run through like, hey, what is CrossFit? Like, what is the idea of CrossFit? What it is, what it isn't, how we do it, right? So we kind of explain the schedule, the programming, and we tell them like, listen, you're not expected to know what any of this means. Like, that is why we're here. We're gonna actually teach you something. This is adult PE, right? Mm -hmm. Like, this is all the stuff that we never learned in um, American schools, right? Now we do get a lot of people that they didn't even go to school in America, that's fine. But like, uh, they have no idea. So it's like, hey, we're going to teach you and you're not going to know what to do. And you're going to be a, a, you know, Silicon Valley executive that's used to knowing how everything works. And you're going to be like, you can't squat, right? Like, so let's fix you, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, that's okay. This is what we do, right? Like, that's just our job. So um, so we just tell them that. We put, we teach everybody how to swing a kettlebell because that's that way we can get, have like a benchmark thing. And then we do a really, you know, basic workout um, that involves kettlebells. So it kind of puts it right in and just reinforces it. Um, and then uh, and then they get to decide. And I tell them uh, from the beginning, I go, hey, you know, believe it or not, my goal is not that you would uh, sign up today. My goal is that you would have a good experience with CrossFit and with CrossFit Palo Alto. Because you're on your own journey. And if we get to be part of that, great. If you need to, uh, you know, sent me an email in 18 months. I think our record is 18 months after an intro, someone sending me an email and saying, okay, I'm ready, uh, which was awesome because what that told me was that she had been thinking about this for 18 months, yeah. you know? So it's like, cool, you know, and we do the same thing with nutrition. I tell them it's the most important thing, but I don't shove it down their throat. I tell them like, listen, we're gonna come in. We're gonna learn how to get fit. We're gonna learn how to move. We're gonna get better when you are ready. Yes. Then you're gonna say, okay, I want to make the change. Like, what else can I do? But other words, you know, nutrition's yeah. like religion. No one's gonna convert until they're ready. Yeah. So if I beat them over the head day one, you got to start changing your ways, and you got to start eating this way, and you got to eat the way I think that you should eat. They might food. not come back. I've done the zone. I've done macros. I've done you know, carnivore. I've done all the different. I've done uh, oh, here's an old school one, warrior diet. Uh, if you're in the I remember that, I remember world, that, yeah. right? Ori half – Meyer Hoffmeckler, or something like that but um, you know I've, I've done all these different things well in that moment that was the best thing but you know what let's figure that out and I'm not even going to be the one that tells you what to do I'm going to say I'm going to you know cuz we use Jason you know Falcon front mm-hmm. that we got from Craig I'm like all right let me hook you up with Jason and his people are going to help you with, in your relationship with you. Right. Because I put the fun and dysfunctional when it comes to, you know, eating and food and stuff. So, uh, you know, and everybody usually laughs at that. But I'm like, you know, I was like, hey, like, I'm not going to squeeze you into my mold. So, like, whenever you want to do something like you let me know. But in the meantime, we're going to learn how to squat. We're going to learn how to do pull ups. We're going to learn how to you know move right. And we're going to have some fun because if they're having fun, then they're going to come back. Yeah.
0: Sim, similarly, we I, I think about it from I don't want them taking on two new habits. If you're you're learning CrossFit, that's a new habit. You're yeah. learning to build that habit. I don't want them also try and 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 work on their nutrition at the same time because if usually if they bail out of one, they bail out of both. I've I've had people come in and tell me, I smoke. Should I quit smoking? And I tell them, Nope. Don't quit smoking. Keep doing CrossFit until you're sick of smoking. Yeah. <laughs> that's, and and and. Yeah, and you'll it it it'll you'll quit. But the um so when you now you put them through that onboarding class and that one class and yeah. then do, can they jump into class immediately after that?
2: Yeah, because we have coaches here. <laughs> so because yeah, I, I mean I could I you know, do you, you not knowing pe- you, yes, but people
0: you know, not people listening right now don't understand well. <laughs> T- T- <laughs> the Tim's 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 barbs he sends my way. That was one of his barbs. He sent No, that has way. nothing to do with you. No, yeah, I, okay.
2: You, you work <laughs> with your coaches, shoot. You guys have coaches meetings for crying out loud. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we do. True. I don't even yeah, have okay. that, but I do have. You're a, just talking they about your. Oh, I know. Uh, he's taking uh, a, he, a pretty rigorous training, right? Yeah, uh they do to be one of ours, so that they know. So our members know, like, hey, if they're getting put in front of them, like this is like Tim talking right so like you're either going to do this or you can get out because i'm going to have the coach's back right like i'm always going to err on the side of the coach and so Same here. but but when you do that right like you don't have these problems um you know uh but new but new people jump in yeah uh just because you know she asked it a little bit ago uh we don't use cap programming yes we do our own programming i'm a big fan of that uh i'm a big fan of you know doing like I could, we do have some coaches now and we're super blessed with how, you know, some are kind of coming up and some have shown up. And, um, but we, uh, you know, I could run everything if I had to, right? And so I, I program accordingly um, and I program for our location and for our population, Yeah. right? So like our flow, one of my favorite workouts, and we I even tested this just because it's been so long. We've been in this location for eight years. One of my favorite workouts is holly man that's 30 rounds right of um uh wall balls handstand push-ups right five three one wall balls handstand push-ups and heavy power clean it's a fantastic workout and you can really sprint it once you get you know fit and you're just like you're just churning through it and then uh but that worked great at our old gym we could flow off of a wall there's a flow mm-hmm. of the workout you guys could do it because of the flow of your gym and the way it can go from wall balls in towards the middle right um but the way ours is with the rig and just how everything works um and it just doesn't work and so like i tested it on a saturday and i even told them i was like there wasn't many people there i go this is a test and i mean we couldn't we could barely do it with eight people you know i was like man so we just we don't get to do that so then i'm not gonna like lock myself into cap or anybody else because they don't they're not programming to what our gym does right so um So that that was the little i saw that programming question i wanted Mm -hmm. to touch on but um how do we get a new person well i tell them i was like hey you know what they're like how am i going to fit in i don't know how to do anything i'm like that's fine i go because you're going to be in a class with people that have been here for two weeks two months or two years or 13 years we've got members that have been here for 13 years now right and so i and i tell them that because one our program is sustainable like we're not going to break you we're not here to drive you know grind you into dust and then pour water on you and hope that you reconstitute into this Greek god and goddess that's like chisel right like that's not going to happen i was like but what you're going to be able to do is like see how other people do it right because if i had a group of all beginners and i remember remember when um what was that program called because uh, Nikki Violetti and Rob Wolf, they did it, right? Like, they were the big ones. There was, like, 10 classes. Oh, yeah. And we thought about doing it, right? It was, like, this whole onboarding thing. And I'm not bashing it at all, right? No, no, Elements this, classes, this yeah. Like, but it was great because it, like, standardized a lot of things. And it mm-hmm. was, like, okay, you're going to go through this. Um, you know, Doug Chapman, right? He has 10 classes that you will go through individually with a coach that you're going to learn their system and their program and their complexes and all the things that they do right but I'm a I'm a single guy like I'm a I'm like a you know a solopreneur in a lot of ways so I'm like dude I can't do that like I can't coach classes and do 10 individual programs or like whatever for these people so I call it the uh if you're a Trekkie, right if you're a Trek, Star Trek fan it's the assimilation model right you're going to keep showing up and you're going to get exposure and you're going to be assimilated right like you will be assimilated you'll learn where things go you'll learn the language you'll learn how to move learn when to do what and when you'll learn to not talk when I'm talking right like all this kind of stuff you know without the little growth coming out of your neck like a board right but like um, but then you're just gonna start right you just start right what do we do did did any other like your office did they start over when they got a bunch of new people no they just said okay here's here's where the copier is here's where the bathroom is here's where the trash is here's your desk here's how you turn it on let's get started and so that's what we do, right? So um, I don't know. I maybe mean, hopefully that helps. But like, no, so that's, that's good. That that's probably. helpful. That's
0: and I, I didn't I didn't. Use, so we we do six one on one sessions. But I've got coaches that you know see that as an opportunity to build relationships and then also maybe get future PTS. Um, to help their income, but it, it does it helps it, it it it's the assimilation essentially. Then they still come into class kind of wide eyed, but at least they know where the kettlebells are, they know where the barbells are, they know you know what yeah. a snatch is when we say snatch. So we can because we have that that work capacity. But CrossFit NCR, um, when well, I remember talking to Pete Shaw about this and when he would come down and visit us, and Pete's a level Where's three that? coach. They're up in Ontario, Canada. And he told me, he goes, Yeah, we don't do any onboarding. We just put them right into class. And I thought, How do you make that work? And he had the same smart ass response that you did, which is, We have good coaches. And they, you know, they help with that assimilation process. And I think there is something, there's certainly something to that. And it's, again, it's kind of one of those things like there's no absolutes in in onboarding new members. Um, Well, I look at
2: it as like, I mean, we were having this discussion, you know, the, the broken science thing, right? And we we're hanging out and, uh, you know, my friend and, and longtime coach, uh, you know, of me, right? Like I followed his program um, since 2012. But um, we were talking about just different coaching stuff. And we're talking about, you know, with some other owners and some other athletes and, and different people, um, right? Like Daz <laughs> had his, yeah. uh, you know, Darren had given his uh, two two cents. Um, we were talking about different coaches and like, yeah, I could, I could coach a bunch of strangers, right? But it's going to be super stressful and it's going to be really busy and they might not have the best experience mm-hmm. because I'm going to need, I need information yeah. and I just want answers and I'm not going to get to be like, Hey, so, you know, like, because I'm not going to know anyone in there. I don't know what their abilities are, I don't know any of that kind of stuff. So I can cover all that. But, like, it's going to be very business and work-like and whatever, right? But if it's like, oh, yeah, I've got my so-and-so that's so-and-so, and and I can partner people up, and I can be like, okay, here, we're going to do this. But then i got my brand-new person that I'm just going to put my arm around, and I'm going to be like, okay, we're going to kind of – I'm going to be kind of helicoptering a little bit. I'm going to kind of hover around you, right? Meanwhile, what is the – here's the life cycle – not life cycle growth cycle sort of, of you know, CrossFit athletes, at least in our gym, you know, they join up. Hey, I want to get some training. I want someone to watch me. I want to learn form and technique. Right. And so they're like, Hey, Tim, how's this? Can you come check me out? Can you come check me out? And then, you know, and that's for about a couple weeks. And then, uh, you know, three weeks later, three months later, it's like, will you stop watching me? Oh my <laughs> gosh, you're making me so nervous, you know? <laughs> and it's like, okay, so now I have to watch from afar. Yeah. And, you know, I need to be a sideline parent or a sideline coach and just kind of come in when they need it and then and then get back out. You know, but it's just a different thing. But, yeah, I, I, I that's one of the things I love about it is that it, it is it does get to be different. Right. There might be those gyms like, hey, yeah, they're just churning and burning and just going through it. And like, OK, you're you know, and, and we're going to get everybody through and we're going to like, you know, get you hot and sweaty and we're going to go through this. And then there's other that are going to be like, Hey, let's make sure that you're leaving with a smile on your face and like that. We're going to laugh and joke and have some fun, get to catch up with people and whatever. And Kevin's been traveling through Europe, so we got to hang out with him today. And Elise has been in Spain and da, 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 you know what I mean? And we're like, Oh, cool. you know. And we got some work done and you got to work out and everybody's happy.
0: When you, um, when you hire a new coach, cause I know you just hired a new coach. Um, do you assign that coach to um, the classes, or do you assign them to a schedule? Which takes priority?
2: Um, I mean,
0: you know, and do you know what I mean by that?
2: Yeah, maybe. Well, but, I mean, our some of it's kind of like, hey, when are you available? Because like we have one. Actually, we're gonna have another one. Like, you know, she has other things that they're doing right? Like one guy, he's a financial advisor for Edward Jones, you know, and he takes the 5 p.m. class Tuesday, Thursday, and yeah. then he will coach the 6 and 7 p.m. after okay. that, which is also really great for him because he's new to coaching, old school CrossFitter. He's been around a long time. Big fan, goes to the games. You might see him uh, in the trailer trailer park uh, this <laughs> summer, right, in Madison. But, um, but like he's new to kind of like this side of the coaching. Right. So he's always been coached, but now he's like I'm, now he's the one doing the coaching. So it works really great because then he sees exactly how I do it. And then he can just copy me. Is, and then but is it. And in the process of copying me, like he'll just get he'll develop his own style, throw his own little flavor into it. <laughs>
0: but is but is he always attached to that group of your members or. Yeah. OK. yeah.
2: And so, he, which, and so this was really cool because then when he does that, right, so he's on his regular schedule, so then that helps him, right? He's regular. He's going to be there. Um, he gets to know them. They get to know him. They're going to text him whether they're going to be there or not or maybe they've got, you know, whatever um, and what's going on or things that he needs to consider for their workout. So he's already got it in their mind. Okay, so-and-so, you know, they hurt their foot skiing, so they're going to be on the rower so I can have that set up, or whatever, right? Um, Right. And so then there's, you know, a lot of that. But then what's really cool is like he gets the value now when we did the open, that there was a lot of people that he had told to do the open. And he's like, wow, they're here because I told them to join and do the open. Right. Like and I told that they trusted me. So he got to experience what it means for people to trust him as a coach and to put that. know to take that step based on what he said and uh and that's been pretty powerful right then there's other folks like we have a a new girl coaching for us and it's like you know what like with my coaching schedule and with the way it worked out for her like um she took over some classes that we had had another guy coaching for us but he moved to washington and so then um that allows me to sleep in more and get some sleep or like have a little bit later start on tuesday and Thursday. And on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, it breaks up my morning. So then, um, she can coach two classes, and I can go to go do jiu, jiu- jitsu. And so then none okay. of my training or things like that affect like my family.
0: Were your members that you were regular? So you're, you've gotten to know those members. You've been coaching them. You're yep. t- kind of attached to those members. Are they? Were they? Did you get any? pushback from them that all of a sudden you know, you've know you been holding them accountable to being in that class. Now right. all of a sudden you're not. You're putting a different coach in there. Do you, did you get any pushback from them that no. they're all of a sudden getting a new coach?
2: No. They love okay. it. Because it's like having
1: a new person to the community, right?
2: Yeah. I mean, uh, because I think because they have that connection, right? Mm -hmm. Like they see me there all the time. They see me working and they know what I'm doing.
0: Yeah. And they have a
2: great appreciation for that. And they realize like, oh man, like Tim needs a break. Or Tim (laughs) wants to provide opportunity for someone else. They don't want to see you burn out. Uh, Even she told me the story, uh, our new coach, she goes, in the middle of a workout one of our ladies that's been here for a couple years now and she stops in the middle of the workout and she goes you know um this transition like i was a little worried that it was going to be kind of rough like you know switching over from tim she goes but this is really awesome she's like i really appreciate you or something like that and then (laughs) and she was like (laughs) it was great right i mean like and that's the thing is like uh, well, it's very similar to, you know, Greg's, uh, you know, statement and I've lived by this for a long time is that we. We have something, what is it for, we have something for anybody, anybody can yeah. do this. Yeah. Right. But it's not for everybody. So it's not And, and the way that we do things is not for everybody. And that's OK. What I've learned to tell people is like, you know what? We are adults. I'm an adult. I'm selling a product. You are an adult. Yeah. If you would like to buy my product, I will ha- be happy to do that, right? But I, this is the way that we're doing it. Don't say like, well, I know that you're a, uh, you know, whatever, you're a sports car. You're an RX-7, right, or whatever, Toyota Supra, but I'm really upset because I want to be able to put lumber in the back. You're like, dude, this is a, you want something totally different than what I'm yeah. offering. I'm not offering you a pickup truck. I'm offering yeah. you a car yeah. right? or vice versa. You know what I mean? So I'm like, um, so I think people are sometimes very shocked that I'm basically saying like, okay, well then, you know, we're not the gym for you. Yeah. If you'd like to come any time of day or all day or every day or multiple times a day or have open gym or do all these kinds of things. I'm like, great. There's a guy a mile away that will be happy to take your money. Right. And that's fine. Like, I'd rather, like, I wish you well. but you like, like, don't, we don't do
0: that. One of the things that Tim and I and Jamie they have in common. And I think this is the kind of the common tenants that we have is, um, and our core to a successful affiliate is that we're present in our affiliates often, a lot, like we're there. Um, we're all, if, if we're not coaching a class, we're doing something to improve the environment um, and the community for our members and our members see that so that when tim makes a change like you said that you know that your your members noticed man they see me they knew i needed they knew i needed a break um, it's, it's uh... they're on board with you more and it's easier to make those types of changes but it's also when when your members see you working hard for them they want to i think i, I personally feel like they want to commit harder to to what they're doing there, which is their CrossFit, um, oh. and and then they're and they're not resistant. If I have to raise rates to you know accommodate the increase in expenses that we have as a as a business, they're on board with it um, because they know that I'm there, I'm present, I'm working. My wife is there; she's there probably more than I am, and uh, and they recognize that. And I think that's the same with you. It's like you were there. What there was a point there, where I think, for two years, three, two years, the last two years, two, three years where you were coaching every single morning class? Uh, Well,
2: since, well, definitely since, uh, well, some classes, I mean, I was doing like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I would do five in a row since uh, September. And then, uh, let's see, then since maybe December, I was doing... Yeah, so basically I taught every morning class uh, since then. But, you know, you just do what you got to do. I'm yeah. laughing at yeah. the, some of these, whoever Trish is, like telling me I look like <laughs> an evil Pat Sherwood. <laughs> <laughs> I use I use references to Pat Sherwood all the time. I love his, uh, his Elegance article. The Elegance yes. article is one of my favorites. I refer people to that all the time. Uh, I talk about the intensity and like the intensity power output. Probably, yeah. Right? Average power up like CrossFit is an average power output game. It is not peak power, right? Like yeah. if you're standing around in Fran, um, you know, if, if so Fran nice. takes the world's fastest two minutes and you take 10 minutes, you have literally been standing around for eight minutes, <laughs> right? Because cycle rates are not that different. So if you're taking 10 minutes to do a workout that should be five to seven minutes, then that is a programming or a coaching. Coaching,
0: program, yeah.
2: Right? Yep. or an ego issue right as yeah the case be. so the uh um, netherworld the portrait portal Nether Realms. oh that's pretty good darren darren <laughs> coughlin center. it says darren, centered.
0: Darren, darren darren coughlin i got it from darren, my church uh, darren coughlin in australia calls calls him he said uh he goes if i if i open another affiliate i'm going to do it like dimples does it <laughs> <laughs> so he refers to tim is dimples not tim dimmel dimples <laughs> um all right cool well uh i've uh i'm on a uh tight timeline so um on vacation what else
2: you got <coughs> tight timeline of that vacation
0: yeah. he's gonna go for his walk okay well you know where we're gonna go up to uh inferno uh, oh, CrossFit sweet. CrossFit inferno bill Grunler's gym
1: yeah awesome oh nice yeah
0: so we're at crossfit on vacation brings i have rowers here i have weights and then we're going to a f- fucking crossfit gym today up in san luis are. obispo yeah
2: that's well, awesome. but, then, but then it works out because then, if, is he going to be there? Did you text him?
0: Yeah, I think he's, uh, I didn't text him. I didn't message him. I'm going to surprise him. He's coaching the noon class. Oh, well, oh, see, there perfect. you go. See, because then yeah. that, way, that, see. that way,
2: Yvonne can work out, and then you can just stand around and talk.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I'll be assistant coaching. He'll you can appreciate fix all, that.
2: You know, and then you two guys can fix all the problems at CrossFit, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we will do you that, too. you need any more help? I, I got
0: I got some stuff I gotta tell him. You them, so can well. call in, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, dude. Uh, thank you very much for uh, being with us today. It was uh, it was yeah, awesome to you, have man. you on. That was really good. I I want to have you back because there's a couple more subjects we didn't even touch on, and I want to get, get, get into. COVID. I know we didn't get into COVID. We didn't get into that. Was Tim was my buddy through COVID, and then um, we didn't talk about your hobbies, your mountain biking, your RC cars, and we didn't and, and we especially didn't talk bows. about your and your awesome family and your amazing uh ultra endurance uh, wife too that um tim uh talks about uh My often, smoking so. hot wife yeah she is uh, she's she's awesome um so anyway uh, Jamie thanks for uh putting this together uh this morning while I'm on vacation doing thanks all for work coming
1: thanks for calling in guys
2: yeah, yeah thank you guys appreciate it appreciate um, you
0: cool all right thanks you guys see you time cheers right. see ya